Welcome to the Rachel Kujup Show. I'm Rachel Kujup and my mission is to help you build a business that supports your multi-passionate lifestyle, create content with confidence and clarity, and launch profitable signature services and products. It is possible to blend who you are with what you do and gain financial freedom while still making a positive contribution to the world. I have helped over 3,000 people across my workshops and programs become respected and successful leaders and creators in their community. I know you have big dreams for your business and life. So are you ready to be seen and heard? In today's episode, I'll show you how to make it happen. Welcome to The Rachel Kujip Show. In today's episode, I am speaking with my good friend and incredible human, Bianca Mirix. Bianca is a clinical naturopath and certified life and mindset coach who supports women in business to go big without the stress and fear of burnout. She helps women in their expansion to disconnect from stress and chronic fatigue, boost adrenal and metabolic health and aid hormone regulation. She also works on mindset and behaviors that manifest physically to restore health and build true resilience. She helps women back up their big visions with solid health foundations and full life integration to get body and business on the same page so they can keep rising. Today, we're chatting about how to be the CEO of your health and prevent burnout. I just know you're going to get so much from this conversation with Bianca. So let's dive in. I am so grateful to have you on the show today to speak on a topic that I believe does not get talked about enough in the online business space or talked about enough in the right way, which is burnout. So (laughs) you would know, Bianca, that we're told that working (laughs) 60-hour work weeks and pushing through the exhaustion is how you build a profitable and thriving business. So, you know, when we experience burnout, which I have many a time and you have to take a break or just pause or rethink anything, you immediately feel shame and fear and regret and often told by those around you to suck it up because if you really cared about making a business work, this is just like a normal kind of process, which obviously we know is not true, but it seems to be the narrative that I know we've talked about and a lot of our clients and peers have talked about. So before we kind of dive into how to navigate and prevent burnout in our business, I would love for you to share the difference between fatigue and burnout because there is a huge difference, right? And again, not a lot of conversation around the difference. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so happy we're chatting about this because I yeah, definitely am here to tell you that there's a different way to go about things. But fatigue as a whole is a symptom, right? And there are so many different reasons why we may experience fatigue. Hundreds of different conditions will cause fatigue. Burnout is one of those potential causes for people. Fatigue is the most common symptom of burnout. So for the ease of simplicity, you know, we can call it burnout, we can call it adrenal fatigue, which is what a lot of people, especially on social media, will tend to call it. Um, you know, that's how people know it. What's actually happening is we have a dysregulated stress response. And that affects so many body systems. And as a result, fatigue is definitely front and center of what we experience and what we can feel. I love that you explain that because it's you're so right. For me personally, like I knew that I was experiencing burnout 
because mm-hmm. of the fatigue. So things yep. that would I would normally get excited about or be able to do with ease or get into flow, I just couldn't do anymore. So literally things like just looking at my calendar made me feel like overwhelmed to the point yes. that I wanted to procrastinate. And I'm not a yeah. person that like sits on like reels and flicks through them for hours. Like I'm a doer. Mm. And also right. I would feel so irritable if I got asked to do anything. Like even when my clients like, would you like to like review content? I love that. It's like one of my favorite parts of my job. But I was like, oh God, yeah. like why yeah. does everyone <laughs> want everything from me? And I knew that when I was kind of having those triggers, the big thing was that I was just so fatigued and so yeah. exhausted yeah. that I couldn't literally face the day. So what mm. are the biggest red flags and contributing factors to burnout? Sure. So what I like to do um, when I'm chatting with people is I always separate red flags into the physical ones, the lifestyle, and also the mindset ones, because you touched on a little bit of that already, Um, because burnout is so complex. So when we chat about the physical stuff, people definitely, the extreme fatigue is often number one, Um, but it's often the fatigue during the day. And a lot of people will say that they get a second wind at nighttime. Um, You know, when people say I'm a night person, yeah, so that's a little bit of a red flag. Things like brain fog, being extra forgetful, just not being able to focus as much, uh, being t- really tired, but they have trouble sleeping. They might wake frequently throughout the night and then have lots of trouble getting back to sleep. Then you've also got other adrenal things happening, things like um, you know increased thirst and a bit of fluid retention. And people that are suffering from burnout or on their way to burnout will often get sick quite often. So there's some of the key physical red flags. There are other things like, you know, headaches, migraines, uh, cravings, gut issues, extra anxiety. um, And for a lot of women, you know, period irregularities, although they're not specific just to burnout. So that's why we tend to also look at lifestyle and mindset as well for some more red flags. When we chat about diet with people, there are some key flags here that I go, "Mm, okay, something's happening. So when people say that they often skip meals, they don't have breakfast, people often describe that they acknowledge that they run on empty. Um, They forget to eat. That's a big one. So I've forgotten to eat today. Uh, Living off coffee, um, but the coffee is not making a difference to them anymore. It's making no difference to, you know, being, giving them that extra stimulation. Over-exercising is another big red flag. People that say that they can't slow down and people that upon chatting with them, we can uncover that they've been under a lot of long-term stress, not just physical stress, but emotional. And when you look at what's been happening over the past two years during the pandemic, many of us are less physically active, but we are as burnt out as ever. And that's due to the high levels of the emotional stress. So we have to take that into account. Our bodies are ridiculously amazing at adapting to stress, right? That's what it's designed to do that's what helps us to survive and that's why we consider stress to be normal we've you know it's our norm now because we've adapted it gets to the point that our bodies they don't want to adapt anymore or they can't adapt anymore and that's when the burnout hits the other red flags that you've got uh, associated with you know mindsets um, and beliefs around work and around health so you know the high achievers type a people that will say that they're perfectionists, you know, and they're really, really proud to tell you that that's what they are. Uh, Beliefs around, you know, worth being based on productivity is also a bit of a red flag as well. Uh, People pleasing, 
because many of us can't say no. So we do lots of extra work. Uh, we don't ask for help or we feel like we have to do everything ourselves either because we can't say no or we feel that we could just do it better. So that's another bit of a red flag. And you mentioned it before as well. Sometimes people feel guilty for resting. Okay, we just forget, you know, how to rest. And it's not about doing nothing. It's just taking some time out to do something that we enjoy. So when you put all of those red flags together, you know, alarm bells are going off in my mind. You know, yeah, there's a bit of an adrenal picture here, lots of nervous system being stretched. And so then we follow up with lots of extra testing to see exactly what's going on. I love that. Sounds a bit like you, Rach. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I, I'm like the perfect person for burnout and I obviously openly talk about this in other podcast episodes too, like yeah. perfectionist, um, you know, used to really, like you said, like my value was based on my productivity. Mm. I can go, go, go. I've had quite a stressful um, childhood. So I know that my levels of like what I can take are a lot more than other people. Like I've talked to friends and they're like, oh, X, Y, and Z yeah. happens. I'm taking a break. And I just will naturally push myself to the point of pretty much exhaustion mm. because I had yep. to. And now obviously I do not have to um, gratefully, but I yep. can fall into that trap of going more than I should. And so now what I do, and I love that you brought up both the mental and the physical is that if I'm starting to have any of those triggers, like I said, where I'm like, God damn it, just leave me alone. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I actually go into my calendar <laughs> yeah. and remove so much stuff. I will then go to my team and say, this is exactly how I'm feeling. And I did that um, before recording this episode mm. um, to my OBM. I was like, I'm, I'm burnt out. I'm tired. Yep like what do we actually need to focus on and then I put tasks back to them I go to my my partner and say this is where I'm at so I need to prioritize like exercise time off eating healthy like I have things now when I know I mean I would admit that I'm already gone past it but this is what I'm doing now like they're clear Mm. to me but also I think for a lot of um, listeners I know my clients we're really good at the physical stuff. Like, yeah, you know, I drank too much coffee, didn't move, but we're not looking yes. at those mental mindset triggers that you pointed out. And I'm so glad you did, yeah. because if I'm honest, I think it's my mindset that keeps mm. me trapped in the cycle more than the physical ailments. They yes. often come secondary to me. So my mindset's already like, I'm irritable. I don't want to do X, Y, and Z, but I'll keep going and going, and then I'll get a migraine. So for me, it's yeah. the mindset. And so catching those early on, has been so, so helpful. And I guess it's like a working progress, right? Like you see your clients mm-hmm. and they go up and down. It's something that needs to be addressed like lifelong. I feel like a lot of yep. my clients and peers do one little thing and then they don't keep working at it. Do you find that That's too? Right. Like it's, it's something Absolutely. you really need to like yep. get in your head, I guess, reframe that this is you, a lifetime yeah. journey. Absolutely. And I'm, you know, I know that you've given permission um, to chat about, you know, your case in particular and you know when we first um, connected um, in this sense for your health you know yes there was a lot of mindset stuff a little bit of tweaks in in dietary stuff making sure that you were fueling your body right all of those sorts of things and for you yes those little mindset triggers would pop up and for a lot of people sometimes mindset is not the issue but when we are super super fatigued to that exhaustion feeling sometimes we also think it's our mindset like I'm, you know, I'm getting lazy. Why can't I do this? You know, have I lost my passion? All of those sorts of things. Sometimes it's 
not about mindset. Sometimes it is, but sometimes it's not. We're just too tired to actually think straight. And stress and burnout does affect our cognitive function as well. So we can fall into these patterns of procrastination. So for high achievers like yourself, sometimes we go, oh, it's my mindset. Why am I not strong enough? Why am I this, this, this? But sometimes you've got to take a step back and just remember you are utterly exhausted. Okay. Give yourself a break. It might not be your mindset. So it's a little kind of like a puzzle piece. We're trying to, you know, put it all together and work out what are the key factors and the contributing factors for each individual. You were a little bit of, bit of everything, um, which is, you know, and you're running your own business, you're building your own business, you're in a really great time in your business, but then you've got life as well happening and a pandemic happening and all of these other things. So yeah, you know, you hit the nail on the head that everything can just feel that little bit harder when people ask you for the most simple things that normally you would really enjoy. All of a sudden you're like, why am I just not into this right now? Mm. Oh, I love that you shared that because I was really ill with a bacterial infection that lasted months because I wasn't able to get treatment due to COVID and you're right it was in the end just actual fatigue body fatigue I still remember Mm. I'd seen you Bianca and then I went to my personal trainer and I was just feeling so down and I was like oh I just don't know why I can't do x y z you know like I know I put on a bit of weight I know I'm a bit tired and she's like no this is fatigue this is not actual like physical fitness and I, I just nearly like burst out crying on the spot. I was like, oh, because you're right. I then had gone into like my mindset. Like it just, it's me, it's my fault. Yeah. And I think that's what is coming up for a lot of people, you know, correct mm. me if I'm wrong, Bianca, in the online business space, because the world like around us really is just glorifying burnout, fatigue, pushing yeah. through, you know, you've got to like do it hard to get to the good stuff. And there's some like really serious, immediate and long-term health effects if we keep reaching these stages in our business. And ultimately these can actually have a really kind of negative impact on the success of our business. The very thing that we're working so hard to achieve, right? So what Mm. do you see as the main negative effects of burnout in clients who have a business, like for them personally and also with their business? Yeah. So We've touched on a couple already where we feel where people can often feel that everyday tasks are just really hard. <laughs> uh, you know, where we where we often say, oh God, just the thought of doing something is exhausting in itself. Just the thought. The thought of opening up your laptop just to check your emails can be really triggering. Okay. So that's one of the that's you know also one of the other red flags as well. We experience reduced motivation difficulty concentrating we can often feel quite out of control and feel like we can't keep up with everyday things within our businesses as mentioned we feel like we've lost our passion and instead you're just really really tired and everything feels too hard we often have reduced productivity there's lots more procrastination that occurs when there is burnout um, in the picture we're often very indecisive as well remember burnout does affect our cognitive function so you know that motivation that concentration and being indecisive unfortunately is so real and really affects people on a day-to-day basis we can feel very disengaged with our work and it feels unrewarding and it's quite sad when that occurs because people are often starting to build businesses that they were once really passionate about and they've put their money on the line their relationships on the line all of these things and all of a sudden it just starts feeling really unrewarding it puts yeah strain on work relationships like with your colleagues or personal relationships 
we tend to have more sick days unfortunately so you know getting um a lot of clients might say that they get sick after every time they launch or every seminar they do every workshop or whenever they've got a season in their business where they're just really on okay they're expending a lot of energy they often get soon straight after you know that scenario when people often go on holidays and, and always get sick yeah yeah that's what we're dealing with that's an adrenal picture at work um so I know many of us haven't been on the holiday the past two years, but I know that you would have experienced it. I have many people, not just in their own businesses, but even just, you know, in other jobs, they go on a holiday and bang, they get sick straight away. We tend to also take on less work or we turn down extra opportunities that come our way because we're just too tired. And unfortunately, many people get to the point that they close down their businesses or they change careers entirely. So Health is often the bottleneck for people's next business expansion. It's unfortunate, but it is the reality that burnout is quite often seen as that badge of honour. Um, you know, I work really hard, so look at what I've got, look at what I've created, and I have to have that 60-hour work week, otherwise it can't be achieved. Uh, I think the narrative is slowly changing. It's slow but it is changing. I think, you know, the great thing about social media is a lot of people are sharing that things can be a little bit easier. It's not about things always being easy, but it, there can be another way. Okay. So it's, it is changing. Um, and I think, you know, part of what I do, other practitioners do, and people are just fed up with being tired. So people are starting to ask more questions. People are starting to ask, well, is there a different way? Otherwise, what I'm doing right now is not going to be sustainable. Oh, yeah, I love that you share that. And it's so true if I think about my colleagues and peers and mm. past clients, many of them who have decided to close a business or put on hold for a while or take another career path. Obviously there are other factors as well, like starting a family, moving, yep. you know, business wasn't for them and that they're all completely fine. But the rest, it was all due to health. They just didn't want to keep going through that stressful launch period, like you said, or never knowing when their next kind of, you know, paycheck was coming from having to always put themselves out there and didn't have, if I'm, you know, reflecting and I'm guilty of this too. So I kind of know from experience, <laughs> not actually putting themselves first. Like the priority should always be your health. Yeah. And it is for me each day. Um, you know, last week was a full on week and every morning I woke up and said, what do I need as an individual? Prioritize that to the best of my ability. And then I went, what does my team need? What does my clients yeah. need? And then everything else just could wait. And then it went back to obviously personal life, but that was a huge shift for me to put myself Great. first. And it took a while for me to be like, hang on, if I <laughs> want my business to grow and thrive and take the opportunities and, you know, do all the things I want to do, like I need to be taking care of me first. Cause again, we're often told to put the needs of the business first. And I think yeah. you're right. It is definitely changing. And I love that. Um, more people such as yourself is actually sharing this within the business space in a context mm. in a way that we can kind of relate to it because a lot of us go oh that was just the corporate well you know it's different to online I can you know all the freedom run my own life do whatever I want but I think within that is like a lot of things that come up for people because people you know were told when to eat lunch and had cafeterias and a whole bunch of stuff and then when you see <laughs> True. In your tracksuit pants, and there's no one to cook you a meal or tell you to get yeah. off your butt and go for a walk. There are some 
like huge shifts that need to be done. So what are some practical ways that we can help ourselves prevent burnouts before we even get there? Like what are some ways that we can stop that from even happening? Okay, perfect. So if we're talking about prevention only, so it's for people that feel like that's where they're definitely heading, the key is to get back to basics and to simplify, okay? And I know that we've spoken about this, so you can attest to this. Number one, and in no particular order, but number one, you need to nourish and fuel your body correctly. So this is do not skip your meals. Don't cut out carbs. Please, please don't cut out carbs, okay? Make sure that you're having good quality carbohydrates and set aside time to eat. It's the common scenario and I myself have been very guilty of this in the past where we just go, oh no, I can just have a couple of crackers and that'll get me through the next couple of hours, okay? Not ideal. (laughs) You will be more productive if your blood sugar is balanced and you have more energy. So we need to make sure that we're fueling our body and we productivity, sorry, beg your pardon, does improve. So balancing your macronutrients, you know, your good quality proteins, your carbs and your fats is super, super important. Keep it really simple with your dietary changes. Don't go too complex. Otherwise you'll be extra overwhelmed and you already feel like that. You don't need that extra stress in your life. The other thing that's very important that we often forget to prioritize is sleep. If someone comes to me and their sleep is all over the place, Other than maybe some dietary stuff, that is what I will work on. Our adrenal function and our nervous system function is so closely influenced by our circadian rhythm. You must address that. A lot of people get stressed of the thought of fixing their sleep (laughs) because they're often working at nighttime um, and it can just feel a little bit too hard. They don't want to lie lie in bed awake with all of these thoughts. It can be quite anxiety triggering but it is very important so um, that needs to be focused on then we go to your habits and your lifestyle how do you manage your stress how do you switch off and how do you close the stress cycle so what that means is learning about how to activate your parasympathetic nervous system is absolutely key so this is about how we move from our flight or fight um, response into a more relaxed rest and digest state. That is absolutely important for restoring our adrenal function and our nervous system function as well. And that's all of your relaxation strategies. With that, that's gonna look different to everybody. So we need to find our groove when it comes to the best strategies that work for us and make sure that we're doing them on a daily basis. Then you've got things like doing the appropriate movement We steer away from super high intensity stuff, which induces our cortisol, our stress response. So that's like long distance running, you know, um, spin class, you know, there's very, very high intensity type um, exercises and we go gentle. Some people love yoga. Some people will love Pilates. Having a gentle walk out in nature can be often the best thing or a little bit of weight bearing exercise can be um, really beneficial too. get outside. I ask people often, you know, quite often, when was the last time you spent 10 minutes outside? And then they will wholeheartedly admit that they don't go outside. Um, I know it's summer now, so it's been a little bit easier, but I'm saying you need to get outside at least for 10 minutes, get the sun on your face, on your skin. Um, get out in nature, do things that are more pleasurable and that you find enjoying. I know sometimes for people that run their own business, their work can be enjoyable. <laughs> and that's 
fantastic, but you also need to do other things as well and break that stress cycle. The other super important thing for prevention is looking at your time management and where you can make more time for prioritizing, rebuilding your health. What sacrifices are you willing to make? What can you let go of? And working on those beliefs that we spoke about before. So this could be, you know, giving up saying yes to every single social function that comes up or catch up. Can the washing sit there for one more day? My laundry sits in there. I don't like that it's there, but I have to let that go, you know. Where do you need help in your life? Can you get, you know, fresh food deliveries? Can you outsource something, outsource some cleaning, outsource um, something within your business or your work? Essentially looking at ways to make things easier for yourself. Looking at your own productivity is key for preventing burnout. Are you wasting time on the nice to do tasks and not focusing on the ones that are actually important that build your business? And we can get as perfectionists um, and high achievers, we often go, no, I can do it all. I'm going to smash out these really small tasks because they're really, really easy. And then you get to the end of the day and you haven't done what you've needed to do. So you work all hours throughout the night. So we need to look at time management, where you prioritize things within your business, all that sort of stuff. So that's a massive, massive part of um, burnout prevention. It's not about never allowing yourself to be busy. That's a myth. That's an absolute burnout myth. It's not realistic when you have your own business, when you have family, uh, kids, you know, and other family obligations, looking after parents, looking, you know, being a carer, all those sorts of things. Of course, there are going to be seasons in your life and in your business where you need to show up consistently. That's just reality. But you also need to put a support structure around yourself so that you can continue to show up. So that's really, really important. Yeah, I love that. Um, and I can definitely say that this is exactly what you and I did together when we're working through how to get my health back on track. And even now on my calendar, gym is like in my work calendar that my team can mm. see. And I can see like, there are like set times around that. And then I obviously have to wake up and have breakfast or have breakfast <laughs> after. So like that's in yep. chunks. And I was even re-looking at my calendar and productivity and things I want to get done. I was like, I want to even have some time in there for lunch now as well. And yep. lunch can be taking pacing my dog for a walk, eating, relaxing, reading a book, yep. whatever I need Fantastic. in the middle of the day. And I was like, why don't I just put it in my calendar? And it sounds so silly, but just little things like that. Cause mm. you, again, are you're the CEO of your own business and your life. And then yep. but you forget that you can literally control what your ideal day looks like. And like you said, now I prioritize a lot of things in that day around yep. work as well. So like, I'm still getting stuff done still feeling productive, you know, still sticking stuff off my list. Cause if I don't do that, you know, I get a little bit sad. The perfectionist doer yes. wants to do that. But now guess what? I tick off made healthy lunch and went for a walk. Like, I literally, like that stuff <laughs> off. And again, it sounds like really simple, but sometimes simplicity is what we need to get back to. Right. Cause we're spending so yeah. many days and hours like doing all of the things putting all the pressure on ourselves running around for the business for everyone else that it's often yep. the simple things like you said get out of nature yep. have yep. breakfast like play with your dog and you know yeah. if you have to be like me where you literally put them in the calendar so one you do them and then get the joy of ticking them off um but also yep. so like your team and your support system and your clients 
don't then go and use that time that you've got for yourself. And so mm. I would, yeah, encourage listeners to start thinking about that because often we do, well, you could correct me if you're, if I'm wrong, Bianca, but often we do go burnout, productivity, there is a mismatch here. And that's when we are triggered to do something. So if you want to yeah, like that's right. build it up, so then you've got something to follow, like a plan um, and a place to start. Yeah then I would highly encourage you to do that because that is what I'm slowly doing with the help of my team, building out that calendar and moving stuff around when it doesn't feel good or if I'm feeling tired or need extra room and just knowing that that that's the place where everything kind of lives and is structured has been so freeing because it also gets me out of my head. So then when I go to make lunch, I have room to think about what I want to eat or if we go for a walk, I can actually go, cool, let's go somewhere different and I can get that little dopamine hit of excitement and adventure as opposed to yeah. like dragging myself to the kitchen and making Vegemite on toast and like tick when, you know, that's not... <laughs> what Bianca would approve for my lunch plan. Hey, the fact that you're eating instead of skipping lunch, that's a tick. And I want, I wholeheartedly want you to acknowledge that. Um, and when we're feeling good and when we're energetic, we don't, often don't think of working on our health. It's like that out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. And you hit the nail on the head. We are the CEO in our businesses. We're the CEO in our life. But how many people go, yeah, yeah I'm the CEO of my health as well it always goes to the side. It always does. Without your health, you're not going to be able to build your business. You're not going to be able to have that quality of life. So making sure that you can wholeheartedly be, say that you are being responsible and accountable for your own health is really, really important. Yeah, that's an amazing um, takeaway. Because like, again, that was the reframe. And that's allowed me to make so many decisions that really benefit me and my business and allowed me to keep showing up even when I was burnt out or ill I still had a successful business because like you said I prioritized me got the support I needed put things in my calendar like change things around and I wasn't afraid to say yes or no to different Mm. opportunities or things that come up based on how I was personally feeling and thinking from a health perspective, not from need to make money or like, if I say no, what they think it was always like, how do I feel? What do I need? And then I would make a decision and it's really has served me um, really well for years, but particularly this last year or so, like many of us who are navigating health changes as well as like pandemic and just general kind of life stuff. So what would you like listeners to take away from this episode on burnout? I would love people to acknowledge that burnout doesn't happen overnight. Okay. Remember your body has adapted over the course of many, many years. So be patient with yourself. It also doesn't just exist often by itself. You're often dealing with other conditions at the same time. For example, problems with your immune system. A lot of women might experience um, reproductive things like PCOS, period irregularities. Sometimes we have thyroid issues, BS, other gut issues, chronic, you know, chronic fatigue syndrome. So burnout often just doesn't present just as burnout. There's lots of other things that accompany it as well. So if that's the case for you and you don't actually know what the hell is going on, just get yourself checked out. It's really important that you understand what's going on. Don't treat yourself for burnout just because you feel burnt out, okay? Get to the core of what's going on. The other thing that I want people to remember is that you can experience burnout doing something that you love, okay? And that's often the, the people that get that um, come into that whole adrenal picture. 
you can have your dream business and still look forward to taking a break. And it's really important that you do. You can have a successful business and your health if you create the right balance. You need to give back to your body and you need to get your body and business on the same page. And that's really all about, you know, being that CEO of your health, being the CEO of your life and your business. You can be the CEO of all of those at the same time. So that's, I guess they're probably the biggest takeaways. Yeah, but just knowing that you can be doing something that you love and experiencing all of this burnout is really important because, you know, sometimes that saying, you know, do what you love and you'll never work a, a day, you know, <laughs> you're, I know you're like no. nodding your head. <laughs> it's just like, it is like, oh, it's, that leads people to really just go that step too far and we get into that burnout picture. And eventually, you know, things do get easier once you build your business up to, and, you know, it's that, you know um, as people say, another level, another devil, all those sorts of things. Uh, but just be careful when you're really passionate about something, when you absolutely love doing something, um, we still need to remember to give back to our bodies as well so that you can keep on expanding. Oh, such an important lesson. You're so right. And as someone who loves wholeheartedly everything I do each day and still experiences burnout, it is completely possible. And I think it's because I love what I do so much that I am willing to go above and beyond than what I would normally do for other things. And that's why I think that mindset shift has been so important. And I love that you point out, like, you just need to take a break and every time I've taken a break my business has like grown and expanded and opportunities have come in perfect example last week got multiple opportunities um, externally for my business and I was not in my business and was prioritizing myself and again it was just a really beautiful reminder that everything I'm doing is really going to serve me the long term and sometimes you need to look out for those reminders so if you're listening to this episode and you're like I want to make changes I want to do this work literally find evidence and save it in your phone share it with the bestie talk to a partner so they can share it back to you if you start to get in that spiral you're like I've got to keep going I've got to keep going the world is going to end get them to share that with you so it reminds you that if you are the CEO of your own health and your business and your life you're more likely to have the things that you're chasing. You just need to take a break and take care of yourself. Absolutely. Thank you so much for coming onto the Rachel Kujip show and sharing your story, insights and wisdom. I know listeners are going to take away so much from this conversation. Thanks, Rach. Thanks for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. If you found what I've shared valuable, please leave a review and hit the subscribe button so you don't miss when a new episode drops every Wednesday.